Introducing the revolutionary mascara from CoverGirl that adds extreme volume, up to 300% more volume than bare lashes. New Lash Blast Cleantopia is the plant-powered mascara made with 72% natural origin ingredients and infused with cellulose plant fibers. Cleantopia is like a green thumb for your lashes. For lush, check-me-out lashes that last up to 24 hours with no smudging, no flaking, and no clumps. Put the power of plants to work for you with new Lash Blast Cleantopia Mascara. Only from Easy Breezy Beautiful CoverGirl. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Season 4 of Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. This podcast is not just information, but impartation and activation. We believe that every conversation will encourage, equip, and empower you to live the daily supernatural life. Subscribe to this podcast and then share every episode with your friends and family and be activated. And thank you so very much for joining in to another adventure in the Holy Spirit. I'm curious, how many of you believe that we're living in the end times, in the last days? And do you want to know what the book of Revelation has to say about it? Do you want to know what Jesus says about the last days? Well, I have a free PDF available for you called Three Secrets to Unlocking the Book of Revelation. That's Three Secrets to Unlocking the Book of Revelation. The the link is provided for you in the podcast description right now. I also have an e-course on it called The Last Days, A Reformation in Eschatology. It might just, you know, expand your biblical knowledge of what Jesus and the apostles meant by the last days and give you hope for today and hope for the future. So I've got that free PDF available for you in the podcast description, Three Secrets to Unlocking the Book of Revelation, and an e-course, The Last Days, A Reformation in Eschatology, available on firebornministries.com. Today, I'm so excited to be introducing you to my new friend, Pavel Tkarchuk of missionurasia.org. He served as the director of School Without Walls in Russia, and he is currently the international field ministry coordinator with Mission Eurasia. And he's working with Mission Eurasia's ministry to helping Ukrainian refugees in Moldova which he's streaming live from Adola. So please help me welcome Pavel Takarchuk to Adventures in the Spirit. Welcome, Pavel. Thank you so much, yeah. Well, it's an honor, it's a pleasure. Uh, can you share some of your story and how you got into working with Mission Eurasia? You know, I, uh, I was born in Western Siberia, uh, born into Christian and Ukrainian family. Uh, my parents, they moved there to uh when they were young you know just came to christ and moved there so that's that's the place where i was born and then and then uh in my 16 17 that my time when i came to christ uh, as and received him as a personal savior and were so eager to minister him that were you know that were very specific time in our country at that time our country called uh soviet union you know at the at exactly that day, the uh, that year, 1991. So, so that's my you know my Christian 
story, my Christian journey with Christ started. And then uh, pretty much soon after graduating college, uh, Christian college in St. Petersburg, I got involved in some of the projects of um, uh, Mission Eurasia. And that's how we, uh, I kind of, um, you know, uh, engaged in, in their ministry and uh, mission that they had. So it's been in a while, maybe 23, 24 years since I'm with them, you know. Well, can you describe Mission Eurasia? What is their mission? What is their calling? What do they do? Uh, Mission Eurasia is about uh, a national, I would say, <laughs> um, a mission and agency. Uh, we are uh, more uh, trying to uh, mobilize young generation uh, Christian leaders uh, and equip them to share the good news and uh, that will uh, influence church planting in many, many uh, places and countries. We've been working uh, in 15 different countries of Eurasia. That's how, why we call it Mission Eurasia. So, so our goal is to bring up uh, and uh, uh, mobilize, train, equip young generation Christian leaders for their uh, work, ministry in their countries, in their uh, nations. So that's that's a little bit about who we are. Yeah, and you're currently in Moldova, and you're reaching out to Ukrainian refugees. How's that going? Like, what what is God doing through you there as you're helping these people who um, are refugees leaving the Ukrainian-Russian conflict there? Um, right, uh, and we also about we also as a mission Eurasia we would like to respond to the needs of uh, society that uh, where we're working. And uh, as soon as uh, war started uh, more than a year ago, we our response at the very, from the very beginning were how we can help, how churches, how church leaders, how trained, uh, equipped uh, uh, young generation leaders, how they can help this strategy uh, and this uh, diff uh, to 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 get through these difficult times uh, for refugees. So that's why one of the places uh, uh, became a, a hub or uh, assistance center. That's a Moldova capital, Kishinev. And uh, we happened with my family. We happened to be here uh, uh, like six months ago when we moved here to uh, help local teams uh, to minister. So we have uh, hundreds and hundreds of people every week who would come to uh, this assistance uh, refugee center. Uh, we call I care uh, this project so we can meet their needs, both physical, spiritual, emotional. Sometimes we pray, sometimes they cry, sometimes they share their stories with uh, so much grief, sorrow, pain, loss. And uh, that's how everything related, everything connected. So we provide some food, but also we provide the gospel, we provide the Bibles, we provide the God, God's word so they can be uh, comforted uh, and, uh, and they can um, be more, you know, uh, having peace and hope. That's our goal. So what are, what are some of the stories that you're hearing coming from some of these refugees now, I, I commend everything you guys are doing. You know, these are innocent people who are in 
caught in the middle of this conflict, who need relief, who need humanitarian aid, who need the love of Jesus. So what are some of the stories that you're hearing from them? Yeah, uh, we we meet uh, many young uh, or uh, for in, in their 40s or 30s ladies, moms with two, three, uh, four sometimes uh, children and they are alone here. They came here, uh, the husbands have to stay there because they are defending their country and they, they have to be here. And there are many, many stories like that when young ladies with two or three kids would come here and, uh, and with, the, with the sorrow, with the pain, because they already hurt uh, and been many, uh, sometimes weeks and months uh, under uh, severe bombing and shelling. Uh, hiding themselves in in the uh, in the uh, basements, uh, their themselves and as well as their kids. So they are frightening. They are uh, in in a, in a sort of despair, and uh, they would come here. They would just flee the country because they cannot stand anymore uh, if uh, bombing is is still in the process and military. Do you believe we are living in the end times? Are we seeing the signs of the times Jesus talked about with wars, rumors of wars, famines, pestilences, and earthquakes? With recent events of social unrest on the streets worldwide, a pandemic, and the shaking taking place in the political realm, we want to answer your questions and calm your fears by giving you hope through our e-course, The Last Days, A Reformation in Eschatology. You can go through the e-course on your time, diving deep into learning how to study apocalyptic and prophetic passages of Scripture. You'll do a study on the mark of the beast and learn about the signs of the times Jesus spoke about in Matthew chapter 24, Mark 13, and Luke 21, and hear what the major views of the end times are and learn what the rapture really is. We will lay a grounded and biblical answer to a number of your questions about the end times and you'll learn if Bible codes are real, and you'll hear if the Shemitah applies to us today, and make up your own mind if the United States of America is prophesied in the Bible. I want to give you a warning. This e-course, The Last Days of Reformation and Eschatology, may shatter your worldview and what you have been traditionally taught about the end times. Go to www.charismacourses.com to purchase The Last Days of Reformation and Eschatology with Jared Lasky e-course today. Uh, so, uh, and, uh, and uh, that's, 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 that's how we help these kind of families, these ladies with the, their kids. We do some project, we do some uh, food, as I mentioned, but also most important, talk to them, spare, uh, spend the time with them, comfort them, bring them peace and, and hope. And, uh, and uh, that's, they are really, really appreciate what we are doing many many we we receive every week we receive uh, tens and tens hundreds sometimes uh, uh, responses that they are so happy that they have someone who can listen to them comfort them help them to pain to get this uh, pain uh, through to to get rid of this pain uh, spiritual emotional pain and uh, while their husbands as i mentioned uh, sometimes in the war, sometimes sometimes we have families that no no anymore husband or um, or fathers because they already died as soon as this war is began uh, more than like thirteen already months. So so sometimes those stories 
it's uh, sad stories, sorrow stories, but uh, for the at, the at the same time, uh, we need to uh, we need to uh, give them light, uh, hope, yes. uh, comfort, show them God's way how to get through this uh, circumstances that there are uh, difficult times, and uh, that's what we we are doing, and we have a big team here in many other places in Moldova. Yeah. Well, you're giving people a handout and a hand up in a much needed time where they need this. Are, are they receptive to the gospel? Um, you know, because because I know we can't just preach the gospel right to them. We have to show it to them. So you're providing humanitarian aid. You're providing them comfort, providing them counseling. Um, but how are they responding to the gospel or um, are they? You know, some people, yeah, how are they responding and, and are, are they coming to Christ? And Yes, okay. I, I'm so sorry. I think I think that in, in one moment I lost you. Yeah, that's, that's okay. This, you know, we're, we're doing this. You're in Moldova. I'm here in the United States. It's a miracle that we're able to, to have a conversation like this. You know, um, but I, I was just saying that I commend you guys for what you're doing. You're you're given a handout, but you gave in a hand up to these people. Are they being, are they receptive to the gospel right now? Yeah, that's a good question. That's a good question. Sure. At any time when we talk to uh, refugees, to people here that we are ministering, ministering to, uh, we share the good news. Uh, we, we, we give them a Bible. We give them a New Testament or for kids, children's Bibles, or at least the gospel of John. So they can read, they can be involved in that. Uh, but also we invite to local churches uh, and uh, that's our part. That's our, I would say, ultimate goal that they would come to know Jesus Christ as a personal savior. And we do have already stories and we do have already people who would come uh, on the regular basis, who would come here. And also we have one story of Ma Mary. Her name is Mary. She's from Odessa region. She came, she became a Christian, and now she's helping. She's helping us as a volunteer in our assistance center. So she became a Christian, and she has started to minister to, uh, to the same people that, that she is from, you know. So we have uh, stories, and praise God, they are uh, little by little. They are um, asking about spiritual things. Uh, they are, sometimes they, 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 when you give the Bible, they say, that's what we need for now. That's what we exactly need for today. So to comfort our souls. So they seek in God and we hope that all these seeds, thousands, thousands seeds, they will grow and God will bring the harvest. Amen. So can you share some of these stories? I mean, you're doing this probably 16 hours a day. I'm not exaggerating, am I? Are you, you guys are super busy with hundreds of refugees coming in daily. So um, say just it's in the evening right now in Moldova. It's in the morning here, uh, Pacific Standard Time. But like, what did you see God do today? Um, uh, we can see the, how, God is, how God is working in, in, in the hearts of I mentioned that we meet most of the people that we meet, that's moms with the children. And I can see how they are open, open for God, open for to be in the church. They're so excited to be uh, with us at the, at, at the assistance center. And, uh, and uh, yeah, here's the story. One lady with, with the young, with the one and, one and a half year 
uh, girl, and uh, and and she she escaped from the bombing. Uh, she she somehow I don't know where her husband. Sometimes they don't uh, tell you all the story because they have so much pain. Sometimes uh, you talk to them and they they uh, they keep they they just just cry. And uh, I remember this young lady. She came a, a week ago, and uh, she said that uh, her husband somewhere in Europe already, and uh, or somewhere uh, as, a, as a refugee. And uh, and and she, I don't know the whole full story, but she uh, happened to be here, and she really needs uh, uh, any uh, some comfort, some help. And as her child, one and one and a half uh, year, and she cannot uh, walk and she has some problems with medical issues so we start to help them we start to minister her and uh, and uh, meet her in in other times and then like last sunday she came to church for the first time she came to the church uh, for the church service she was so excited that we are so friendly and everyone from believers we have a church like 100 people and uh, ladies came to her start to pray for her help her uh, bring her some food some more supplies help her with uh, with the doctor with the medical uh, some uh, help and assistance so so those stories uh, very much and we are so happy that god is using all of us our team here to uh, show the light and uh, bring the peace for for the needy ones what what would you like our listeners and our viewers to know what what is what, what are some practical things that they can do not just pray you know um that's the mm-hmm. easy way out like just to say a prayer but what are some other things that that you'd like them to know that they can do to help um as you already mentioned that we are part of mission eurasia and we working here ministering here so that's already website you can you can see on the website uh some of the opportunities some of the ideas there there are a number of different projects under under that big project to help helping uh refugees uh sometimes we provide food sometimes we need a uh, uh, wood stove uh for winter time sometimes we need some clothes sometimes there are some opportunity to come here and to first hand to touch uh, and uh, be with us maybe there are some opportunity too because we have some people from from the states who would come here so so you can help financially you can help anyhow you can pray uh, you can support us in many ways please visit our visit our website and uh, and uh, see what god will uh bring in your hearts how to help practically yeah amen so Pavel, you're you're all the way in Moldova right now. So thank you so very much for being part of this. You're doing amazing things over there for the glory of God. You're helping these innocent people, people who are created in the image of God, who are um, victims of geopolitical power, greed, and things like that. Um, but I would love for you to pray a blessing on our listeners, on our viewers. And um, yeah, please, can you pray for us? Yes, yes, sure, I would love to do that. Uh, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this opportunity to talk to many people in the States. Thank you for their prayers. Thank you for their practical steps, how they can help uh, those needy ones of Ukrainians 
in Moldova, in Ukraine, in Poland, in many other places. Thank you for uh, Christian body over the world that we we are binding together by your love, uh, so we can together share the love of Christ, uh, the your light to those who need it, and especially we are praying for refugees. We are praying for their hearts. We are praying for their families. We are praying for their kids who is suffering, who are suffering right now in many, many places. And I am just asking your blessings for all our listeners, who is viewers, who uh, who are participating right now. So you would bless their families. You would bless and give them peace, everyone, as they share it, as they uh, generously sharing, as they are praying for us. Bless them as well in your holy name, Jesus, I am asking. Amen. 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 So guys, I'm talking with Pavel Tokarchuk, who is the field coordinator reaching out to Ukrainian refugees who are coming into Moldova, where he is currently at right now. I'd encourage you guys, don't just pray, but give. Give to missioneurasia.org. Uh, that website is on the screen right now, missioneurasia.org. I was listening to a podcast episode. Uh, just 50 bucks provides food for, uh, I think, four or five days uh, and, and other necessary things. We, we need to reach people's hearts, but we also need to feed their, their, their bodies. We need to feed their souls. And these are people that Pavel is, is counseling with. He's ministering to them in the name of Jesus, the power of the gospel, to see people healed of trauma, healed of physical wounds. I mean, doctors and and they're giving people glasses, just amazing things. So please check out missioneurasia.org. Pavel, thank you so much for being part of Adventures in the Spirit. And I want you guys to share this episode with your friends. Uh, I know that some people don't want to look at the news anymore, but Pavel and Mission Eurasia and mm-hmm. Sergey they're doing amazing things. They're bringing hope to the hopeless. They're healing mm-hmm. brokenhearted for the glory of God. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate everything, what you are doing. Mm-hmm. Well, it was an honor. It's a pleasure, brother. Subscribe to Adventures in the Spirit and leave a rate and a review for it so that it could help us reach more people, so that more people can listen. It boosts the algorithm a little bit so that other people can hear this conversation and others like it. Thank you so much for listening to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky, a podcast that activates you to live the supernatural life. Subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and share it with your friends. Leave a five-star rate and review, which helps us reach more people with the love and power of the Holy Spirit and partner with us at firebornministries.com. And may you live your best spirit-empowered life and have your own adventures in the Holy Spirit. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeart Radio app or wherever you get your podcasts.